Finding the right doctor or medical practitioner is really a crapshoot. You can look at a medical practitioner's reviews and people will write things like, didn't wait too long or nice office or um, the receptionist was rude, but not really if the doc saved your life. So how do you know, how do you find the right team to support you? And how much can you tap into your own body to help you navigate? Turns out you can control a lot more than you think. Get ready. This episode is going to be a must listen for you. Today's guest is Dr. Devin Verana. She is a doctor of chiropractic and kind of a miracle worker too. She's passionate about empowering ourselves to heal ourselves first and making sure you've got the right team supporting you. So I need to mention every single episode of Late Learner Podcast is designed to give you fresh ideas that you may never have heard yet. You will always leave with a different impression than when you came and usually thought provoking enough where you're going to need to talk in your circles about it. And did you know that you can implement some of these ideas in your own life? Now you can schedule a free call with me by going to allisonhair.com and let's talk about what you're, what's going on in your world. Here is my chat with Dr. Devin Verana. Woo! I am excited about today. <laughs> We're here with Dr. Devin Verana, a renowned chiropractor or doctor of chiropractic. Uh, along with many other things, but we've been trying to do this. Like the moment we met, we're like, we need to talk more. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome to Late Learner. The stars have aligned. We are here. They have finally al- aligned. And what's cool about Dr. Devin is that she kind of is a miracle worker, but I think where the benefits are is she teaches you how to be a miracle worker for yourself. And One of the things I heard you say, and I figure we can start right here, and I was floored by this, and I wrote it down, and I was like, we've got to take this apart. And our body is a representation of where our heart has been. That's it. I think anyone out there listening has had something that they've had to heal through, right? There's an ache, there's a pain there's a challenge, there's a tragedy. And so much of the way we approach health and life is in the physical and, you know, supplements and natural like that gets into the chemical. But the number one space and place that I think goes um, by the wayside or, or where we kind of, where we haven't fully tapped into the magic yet is the emotional and, and understanding that the momentum of our life events, good, bad, and ugly has to go somewhere. And so it's tucked away in, you know, and so my, my journey through chiropractic school and acupuncture training and energy work just in general continues to kind of show me a little bit more at a time and understanding, man, we, um, we've only scratched the surface of what's possible, um, because we've been looking in all the wrong places. I think that there has been a cultural conscious awakening, a little bit more of this where years ago, probably five, 10 years ago, it was all doctor, 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 whatever doctor says, but it was like everybody's on pills. It wasn't like, where is the root? 
And now I think people are starting and even doctors are saying, I can only do so much. There's more that needs to be done. And I want to understand, because you have such an incredible journey on how you found chiropractic and why you chose this profession. And from what I can tell, your attitude and the way you practice, the way you work with your patients is very different than a lot of others. But it's so much more than just an adjustment, cracking a back or moving something. So can you explain a little bit more about your story? Yeah. So I actually started chiropractic school and I had never been adjusted. So I didn't actually get my first adjustment till I was a couple months into school. So I'd already signed away four years of my life and hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt down this career path. Um, because something had called me to it. So I was pre-med and um, pre-dentistry. I knew I wanted to be in healthcare of some sort, but everything I shadowed just didn't fit. And um, I was a single mom, young single mom at the time. And I knew like I, I wanted to, you know, make a life for my little guy and I, and by grace of God, multiple things kind of happened. And I ended up at this opportunity to go to a a new student orientation at the chiropractic college. And they were saying the power that made the body heals the body. And there's an innate intelligence inside every cell designed to heal at every given second of every day. And all these truths that I knew, but I hadn't heard and we're, we're coming up and I called my mom and I was like, I'm going to be a chiropractor. And I mean, my parents thought I had lost it um, because I had never, you know, seen one. And um, what I love about that is I didn't come in with, you know, preconceived notions of what it was or what it wasn't. And my journey, even from the get go was, yes, my own adjustments, but I actually had a little guy that was, um, uh, you know, about two years old and had had a really rough birth. And I started getting him adjusted and he, he had had some different health issues and he was getting better. And I started seeing miracles in my son. And then I was like, what did I get myself into? What is this? And, um, a little bit at a time as I've, you know, had a chance to train under some really amazing, um, different chiropractors, they all show me a different piece of like, you know, what you seek, you find. And so if you go looking for symptoms, sickness, and pain, you're going to find that. Or if you, if you look for miracles, if you, if you look for breakthroughs, if you look for healing, um, you find that. And so, um, you know, at our premise at, at, at our office, I work with my, my sister, who's also a chiropractor is to help lead people back to themselves. I'm not the healer. Yes. You lay on my table. Yes. I deliver an adjustment, but it's your healing. It's it's the innate intelligence in your body that's doing it. I take zero credit. It's just my job to bear witness to your body and, and stuck patterns of energy where we can make a movement and you can get up from that table a different, more vibrant version of yourself. And wow. um, I, you can tell I'm a little passionate. I get, I get, you know, I just feel giddy and grateful that I've, I've fallen into that. <laughs> But I, I love it because people, man, they they have no idea how powerful they are. They have no idea, and we get glimmers, you know, and glimpses of it. But, um, you know, oftentimes it takes big stuff. And I know you've, you know, that's the whole premise of the podcast, right? You've gone on all these journeys mm-hmm. um, to 
because you, you find it. And once you know it's there, it's just the most beautiful journey you could possibly go on because it's limitless. The potential is limitless. But I think what's interesting, it, there's so much. First of all, when you talk about trapped energy in your body, when we think about mm-hmm. traumas, and so I use that word a little bit with a grain of salt because it's so overused. There's big T trauma, there's little T trauma, and there's so much. But I do think that there needs to be more credence to the micro infractions that we feel so deeply but can't express out loud because it doesn't seem that big, but we store it in our bodies. So what do you see with the people that come to you? Yeah. You know, I would highly encourage anybody out there to take a look at um, The Body Keeps the Score or The Emotion Code, um, some of these books that are coming out that really, I mean, there is a scientific map to what we're talking about here. And when you study things like German New Medicine or The Emotion Code or neuro um, emotional techniques to, you know, we're, we're all more alike than we'll ever be different. And so, you know, what I love about my training is understanding, you know, that there is physical, chemical and emotional traumas, right? And they're, um, they, they add up and they become our health or our sickness, dis-ease expressions. And when you start to get curious and, you know, for instance, um, I actually had some kidney stones, um, that I was working through about a month ago and, you know, if I were to go to the doctor, um, it would take me down a path, right? You, you sick, me fix, here's prescription, here's protocol, go down this road. Um, but that path has, has not served me well over the years. So I, I take a different approach. I reach out to some friends and I say, what am I not seeing? Yes, I know I need to take a look at what I'm eating, how I'm sleeping, how I'm moving, what's my lifestyle look like. But I also choose a tribal council of people to see me who say, Okay, so kidney has, you know, this pattern and typically holds these types of expressions. And stones can be, you know, when we worry. So one of my mentors said, you know, Devin, okay, your kids needs, right? Kidney, kids needs. What's going on? What are you worried about? Um, And then she just said, I want you to lay your hands on the area. And, um, you know, and then we, you know, did some acupuncture sessions and it, Instead of feeling like I was broken and needed fixed, I had a chance to bear witness to what my body was just really beautifully, you know, taking care of. Now, kidney stones aren't fun. I'd rather have another baby than pass a <laughs> kidney stone. It's terrible. So I, I don't make light of it. I just, I think we've, you know, we've become this culture to, that tries to numb pain when pain has profound purpose. And it's there, you know, pay attention inside now. Our pain takes us into the spaces that I think lead to our biggest growth, if we let it. Pay attention inside now? Yeah. So, okay, so this is opening up a lot for me. So when we're thinking about body parts and like pay attention inside now, pain, when people Mm -hmm. are feeling pain and all... you know, I'm thinking of myself, if I was suffering with a kidney stone, I'd want that pain gone now. I didn't necessarily want to go through, well, what, 
what's going on in my life? Right. What am I stressed <laughs> with? You know, like how do, how do I go down a longer path to relieve this pain? Right. So well, there's an, a, there's an appeal for me to go to the doctor and get a pill, an antibiotic, whatever it is, cranberry juice, and relieve the pain. So I wonder, what does that look like in practice? And what, what happened with your kidney stones? What, what did you yeah. find out? So, um, you know, I did pass it, um, and it was awful. And it, it was also, um, you know, I just look at that expression of health differently. And, you know, Wayne Dyer says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I think when you look at our healthcare system, to your point, it's how do I make the pain go away? Yeah. How, how do I get away from it? You know, if we have a cancer, a tumor, we want to cut it out. We want to, we want to get it out. We miss an opportunity to learn. And it's not to say that, you know, you, that all medicine is bad or that procedures sure. are bad. It's not, it's not the point. I think that oftentimes though, when we, when we stay at that surface level and the name of the game is just make it go away, then it just gets louder and bigger later because we don't address what's really at the heart of it. And so what might start as something simple, like an ache in my back, then becomes a kidney stone, then becomes potentially something bigger and more, you know, um, dangerous because I didn't fully address what was happening in my life. So one of my most amazing friends um, has stage four cancer, and I've gone on many journeys with her. And we went to visit Dr. Zach Bush. And he, guys, you got to go look him up. He's just who is Dr. Zach man. Bush? Yeah. Oh, he's just, he's so wonderful. So if you go to his website, he has a lot of amazing information about cancer, about um, autism, and just a different perspective of looking things. He's very into, um, you know, a natural approach to healing, but he, he started on a very traditional medical path. And so he worked in oncology. He had his own kind of um, dark night of the soul moment with depression and some like deep suicidal, you know, moments that he had to address himself. And he, he found peace through acupuncture and his own journey. Well, my friend and I went to his office and here she is with stage four cancer, fresh off of going to Mayo. And, you know, they're telling her one version of what's happening with her. And what Dr. Zach said was, this cancer is you. This accumulation of cells, these things inside of you is momentum. And if you want to save your life, you're going to have to change your life. The trajectory that you've been living has created this physical expression. So in order to get off of it, you've got to change the trajectory. He told her, go to Hawaii, go live in Hawaii and, and change your life, save your life. And it sounds, you know, maybe too simplistic, but that woman who I started the journey with years ago and who she is today is she's not even the same person because she took that advice and, in, and she did chemo and she did, you know, traditional treatments as well. She's really merged the world, but instead of being afraid of cancer, she leaned into it and said, how did I get here? And when a prognosis had said she wouldn't be here on so many levels, she's stronger than she's ever been. And because life has gifted me opportunities to sit with you know, some really important people in my life through experiences, what I see over and over again is if you're brave enough 
to not take any kind of healthcare or practitioner just at their own word, but really develop your own perspective, truth, and awareness, um, that is where you get the breakthroughs that are miraculous, where stage four can be healed, where, um, you know, I mean, to, to the point, uh, you know, when we go back to my kidney stones, my kids were there watching me in pain. And they're, you know, so I'm bringing up these kids who, you know, instead of me being afraid, I'm like, guys, this is what's going on. And we're having discussions about, you know, just a different way to look at the body's expression, at health expression. And um, it just gives me a lot of hope of the world that we'll be passing on to them because it's, there's more people seeking and speaking this truth. So one of the things that has stood out to me about you and being in your space is you are clearly a healer. I mean, you radiate, you know, healing and just kind of being super connected. So having an idea of maybe unlearning the conventional ways and maybe finding more of an integrated path to take those conventional methods that make sense, but also starting to lean into your own intuition, your own tapping into your own, like, how do you even begin to discern this is fucked up? Like, I shouldn't, you know what I mean? Right. Like, to right. not trust anybody, you know, like figuring out who are your trusted advisors when you need help now. And that part, I think, is where the work is, right? So how do you even begin? You know, I think being willing to take your cup and just empty it all out for a second. And, and, and first, what does that look like in practice? Yeah. What does that look like in practice? Most people that come to me, um, have tried everything else. You know, that's one of the first things a lot of them say is like, I've, I've done all the things and it's not working. And, um, I say, well, good then that means you're really probably ready to make some actual changes. Mm. And it's a two-part dance. And I think, you know, if you find any practitioner, if they're saying they'll do the work for you, I would I would say look around because mm. I think any practitioner worth their salt gives you the patient, right? The doctor of the future is the patient. The the healer of the future is the one that takes you back to you and roots you back in in the driver's seat, right? Mm. And and so I think that's number one. And then just asking yourself, am I making my decisions, we're talking about health, so my health decisions, from a place of power or from a place of fear? If it's, you know, and I think that's ultimately, you know, when, even when I, I, so half of my practice is babies and kids, and a lot of these parents, I mean, I see all these children with autism and um, different behavioral and learning disorders. I've got these wonderful young ladies right now that have been dealing with deep depression, anxiety, and cutting and and getting into that with them and going, you know, how can we make some shifts at like, you know, the, the level of fear that's driving the decisions that you're making. So many Let's people, dig in. What does like, that mean? Yeah. Where, where do you find the fear? Well, I mean, I think people, we've been, we've been brought up in it, right? I mean, from the second you're born, you're seeing a doctor every couple of months, you know, mm-hmm. for vaccinations and, yep. and quote, well-child checks. 
And literally, I mean, birth, it, it really even comes befi- before that. We're, we're just conditioned to need doctors, meaning we don't know us best. Well, the most profound truth that I can speak to anybody is no one knows you like you know you. No one will ever feel what you feel, and it will be no one's responsibility to heal like it is yours. So, you know, and 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 what I watch in people is this this feeling of not enough, like they're not powerful enough to, you know, heal themselves. And, you know, I think just standing there and saying, I'm going to make this adjustment, I'm going to help take pressure off of this nerve, you're going to feel better, you're going to heal better. But when you walk out of that door, you got to talk. I, I want to remind you, you got to drink the water. You got to put good foods inside this body. You got to move your body and like develop, build a life that puts you, you know, that has that level of responsibility where you feel like you are in your power. And, and of course we go through things, but I just think most, you know, traditionally we walk and go, here's all my problems, fix them. Mm. And that's just not the way it works. It's, it's not. And I, I think when we're honest, like we'll look, you know, and, and I think people are just looking for something different because nobody wants to be on 15 different prescriptions if they don't have to. No one wants to have to go through tons and tons of surgeries. I mean, that's intervention can be there um, as a last resort, not a first resort. And mm. I think more and more people are going, man, what we're doing is not working. Like the the health trends are just sad at this point, you know? Um, I think and so that we've got to change the way we're doing things. I agree with you on so many levels and have my own experience specifically around childbirth where I had a, a, a terrifying birth with my son and was forced into a C-section. Everything was like textbook. Um, and with my daughter, I had four different doctor, doctors tell me I absolutely needed to have a C-section you know, and, and take the baby out at 36 weeks. And, um, and I found one doctor, one doctor in Atlanta that looked at all my charts and said, your body could withstand the trial of labor if you choose, you know, and it was life changing. And I had a miraculous vaginal birth after cesarean at 41 weeks pregnancy. And it Mm. was so healing. So, I understand this on a real level, but I can't explain the terror I had through the second pregnancy going, am I, am I, am I with a quack? Am I, you know, do I have the right guidance? Am I putting myself and my baby at in jeopardy? Am I doing the wrong thing? And it's, it is hard to go against the grain when everyone else thinks, what are you doing? You know, and it, it doesn't matter, but it was the first taste of like, maybe I I do know something more than my doctors. So when people are pregnant and they say, what advice can I get? And I'm like, just trust your body, trust your body, whatever that means, trust your body, you know, but it's hard. And so I wonder, I wonder about like body mapping. You know, I had explained to you that, Mm -hmm. that a healer had told me that I have trapped energy in my hips and I didn't know what that meant, but I know that hips are like the birth center, right? Like it's right next to the creative centers, whether it's chakra based. I don't, I don't really know my chakras very well. Um, but you had told me to get like a weighted hula hoop 
which is really fun. <laughs> so what is all it, what does it mean? Like if you have tightness or pain, like what are those, what do those typically mean? Do you know? Oh man. So, you know, especially with women, ladies out there, if you take anything away, go over to Amazon right now and order yourself a weighted hula hoop. Um, <laughs> if you look at the motions that most women today are making, we don't dance, we don't play. Um, and everything is, you know, just, uh, kind of heavy. And so when she talks about, you know, this stuck energy, I, what I'm seeing across the board in women. So it's one of my favorite things about being in practice is like getting to see trends. And there is this reclamation happening in women right now where hmm. we, we can't put our finger in it just like what you just shared with us about birth of like, no, there's something else here. There's a power in me. And this that intuition, that fierceness, that sacral chakra and that's that's it that's where our our <laughs> womb our creativity our passion our um intimacy and and connection comes from and it's what makes us women and what and 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 so so much of what we've done and you and I have talked about this a little bit you know, we climb the corporate ladders. I go to school. I try to hang most of my profession as I came into it was male. So I had a lot of male teachers. You know, you we kind of live in that world mm -hmm. and we do the things and we do the success, but we get there and we're wildly unfulfilled. And so I'm seeing a lot of women who have kind of lost themselves in pursuit of, um, you know, I can do anything the guys can do and I'm going to climb the ladders and I'm going to do the things. There's this disconnect um, where we really are here to be the magic makers and the dancers and the creatives. And and when you start to, there's that book, Rise, Sister, Rise. Cannot, cannot emphasize that. That's a good one. Um, but the hula hoop starts to bring up this energy in women. And I think as it's rising, we're going to see the whole world change because we've just been on this trajectory of, um, you know, it's a patriarchal we've, we've society that's, that's being things. rebalanced. Yeah. Oh, a patriarchal every, society. Yeah. At every turn. Yeah. And, and that's it. And so how do we change the world? We change ourselves. And so, and I think, you know, since 2020 in a lot of my meditations and workshops and things, it does come back to this feminine kind of, age of Aquarius shift mm -hmm. in energy happening. And, um, and I love it. There's all this talk about plant medicines and ecstatic dance. And we're going back to like, instead of doing, who are we being, you know, mm. it, it, it's more about joy and pleasure and, it's embodiment. and I love it because that's yeah. the point of life is living, right? This is about embodiment, right? You know, being reconnected to your body. So what are the trends that and you're it, seeing, it, though? What are the trends that you're seeing? You know, I think a lot of, so we call them subluxations as chiropractors. We check the mm -hmm. and analyze the spine and we look for the areas where things aren't moving right and where there's literally a lack of light in the system. And mm -hmm. wherever that subluxation, the lack of light is at, we make an adjustment to restore the light in the body. And... um the subluxation patterns that I'm seeing, it, too, there's that heaviness, that sticky, like, just, uh, you know, um, when we talk women specifically, like, 
It's the servant. It's the martyr. I'm doing everything for everyone. I don't have time for me. I'm going, 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 doing, 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 but I don't have time to throw myself a little dance party or have a cup of tea or go do yoga or dance or play. Um, and then the other one is like up in the shoulders. And there's this like, um, when I, when I trained in China, he said, you American women, you try to hold it all and you're trying to control. And there's like this, especially because of COVID and and everything we've been through, there hasn't been reprieve in these last few years. We've just kind of muscled our way through and women are holding down their houses. And there's just this like, this fatigue kind of happening where we're trying really hard to hold it all together and it's exhausting. So I'm just, fe- I'm seeing a fatigue come out where it's like, all right, I don't know if I can cuss on this pod- podcast, but you absolutely it, you know? can. Like I can't, <laughs> you know, where it's like, I mean, literally I'm just seeing moms, you know, young moms, twenties, thirties, women who have done a career a certain amount and gone, fuck it. What am I doing? I'm not even happy. And, and, and what for? And so I'm seeing career changes and relationship changes, and I'm going to go back and stay home more. And I, it is that reclama- reclamation. It is this like, I get to define my life, but it's coming from this, I can't hold this life together anymore. Mm. And and when so I- It's like a breaking apart. And I play- It's like a breaking wide totally. open. Totally. Yes. And it's, and it's our hearts. And I think as we say like, what are we doing? I'm not even happy. Like then we get to, we get another chance to make happy. And I think we get to chance, a chance to reconnect with our significant others or my kids. So I kept showing up the same way. And then I went, there's more here. And when I did that and I started homeschooling my littler kids, so I've got two sets of twins that are uh, twin six-year-olds, twin 11-year-olds. And when all this, you know, 2020 happened, I know, can't even make that up. Um, But I brought them home and I'm just determined to create the life that I know is possible and that at a, at a genuine level brings me and brings them joy. And that means that I have to let some stuff go. And there's just this surrender of the identity that I had kind of worked for and hustled for, but that wasn't making me happy. And I'm seeing that in a lot of women. Um, and, and it's so empowering and so freaking awesome to see because like it's happening at a multiplier level where I just think where we'll be in six months. I mean, I, I think moms, women, like we're, there's just a rising happen. I do feel like we're on a transition team. You know, you've got a booming practice and you are known for helping out other chiropractors build their practices and also as a speaker and a gifted speaker that speaks all over to talk more about this. What is next for you, Dr. Devin? You've got a lot going on. You know, yes. I mean, that's what I've loved getting to, you know, play with you and some of our our BBG (laughs) events of like figuring and asking that question of, you know, who am I? Um, what do I want and why am I here? And those are my three that I sit with every single morning and go on a walk with God. And um, there is this time of just kind of, you know, um, I can do anything, but I can't do everything. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm hiring more help at the office. Um, 
because I was exhausted trying to do it all myself. When in reality, like it's so much more fun to be on a team. So we're building our team and our practice, which will allow me more time to write the book and do the events and go play and feel and um, and soak up this season with my kiddos. You know, I, my oldest is 18 and he reminds me every day of how fast it goes. And so where I could hustle more right now, I'm going to tap more into that yin energy. And I, I just want to be with my babies. I just, I want to be with my husband. I really want to relish in these moments that we have right now. Um, and so, but that takes diligence. It's actually really hard to slow down. I think that mm -hmm. that's a rediscovery that we're making right now. Like we know that muscle of like grinding and hustling and going fast, um, is has been our cultural norm, but to slow down, to meditate, to yoga, to retreat, like, um, you know, we, it, it takes some effort to tap mm. into that. So I think what's profound about this too, and what I'm thinking is if I'm in a position where I'm like, I really like this, you're listening to this podcast. I really love these ideas and good Lord. I mean, you're in Kansas city, you know, how do I find practitioners like you? Are there resources out there to help, you know, find practitioners, whether it's chiropractor or integrative medicine doctors, there's a lot of hacks out there and some that are really legitimate, you know, is there a shortcut yeah. to help or is there a, a trusted resource that you could recommend as people begin their journey? Well, you guys feel free to just message me on Instagram. I always say that I love <laughs> helping people match up because um, some of that's, you know, specific to what you need. And that is foundationally, if you don't know what you want, you can't find it. Mm. And so um, step one is where are you trying to go? Like, what, what are you trying to get to? And right when the student's ready, the teacher will appear and, and, and really trusting that. But, um, you know, the ICPA is a really good resource for families, for kids. Um, if you're looking for a chiropractor for, um, littles, and then if you're looking, you know, I just study people's websites and socials because they're, you know, energy doesn't lie. Um, and so, you know, take hmm. a look at, you know, more and more um, docs are putting out podcasts and things and just do a little homework before you go. And if their energy speaks to you, they may not be a forever practitioner, but they may be the next right step. Right. So maybe just look at your expectations of um, just the being curious. Right. Like um, and look for words like, um, emotional healing and, um, you know, the power, power within. And again, on websites, I think most of these practitioners speak these types of languages that are different that aren't, once you're in a car wreck, come see me. Or if you have neck pain, back pain, sciatica, <laughs> which I have nothing against it, right? When you're like, I, that it serves its purpose. But if you're looking to go deeper, um, it really does foundationally start with, okay, I've tried all these things. I'm ready for something different. And it might be an acupuncturist and it might be a chiropractor and it might be, you know, psilocybin or the harmonic egg or these adventures. Um, but just go to new spaces where you get to try on new feelings and new approaches. So I totally am going to Google harmonic egg because I've never heard that before. But well, how do people how do people get in touch with you? 
Uh, you get social, Dr. Devin Verana, um, and then the Big Idea Network. So we, our team hosts an annual event. Um, Ten years ago, my my very best friend passed away with a brain tumor, and then shortly thereafter, my mom passed away, and that that haunting created this thing called the big idea where I think we get these light bulb moments, we have these experiences and then our life changes. And I started, you know, curating events and conversations that brought more light bulb opportunities for people. So check out the big idea, the big idea network. Um, and you can come play with me in Kansas. I know it's not everybody's like top tourist spot, but man, we, um, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff here in the heartland, but really, I mean, I, I am honored to get to be a part of this health freedom empowerment movement that I, that I'm seeing on the rise right now. And I truly do mean it. If I can support you, um, in any way, just helping you find that next step, um, don't hesitate to reach out. Well, you're amazing. Dr. Devin, I'm so thrilled to have you back, have you on and finally, and thank you so much for the work that you do. (laughs) Thank you so much for the work that you do. It's important. Oh, well, check it out, guys. Let curiosity lead the way and expect miracles. Dr. Devin is amazing. Her energy, her commitment to healing and health, especially for women and children, is astounding. I've linked all of her info in the show notes, and I need you to reach out to her. She is doing amazing things. And you can't see her, but she is always beautifully decked out in a fun hat, long tribal feather earrings, and a very cool style. If you're interested in implementing some of these ideas like for real in your own life, schedule a free call with me. It's kind of new, so I'm super excited about it. But let's talk about what you are wanting to do. What kind of changes are you looking to put in your life? Go to allisonhair.com. It's totally free. And as always, be good to yourself so you can be better for others. If I don't see you on the socials before then, I will see you right here on your favorite podcast player next week. I have some huge updates and exclusive offerings coming out. So make sure you're signed up for my emails at allisonhair.com. Thanks for listening.